I'm Taylor. And I'm Brittany. Together, we are two sisters who are here to help you learn some tips and tricks to help navigate this crazy journey called life. We bring you the perspective of a licensed LMHC therapist and expecting mother. And a slightly eccentric mom of two. When you combine us as sisters, we like to consider ourselves as quite the dynamic duo. So join us as we talk about all life has to offer. So Taylor, as we alluded to in the last episode, today we're going to talk about the science behind happiness. Yeah, guys, I've been so excited for this episode. Science. Oh my goodness. <laughs> boom, boom, uh. No, I love talking. It's hilarious because I always laugh with my clients where I'm like, I think I went to my neuroscience undergrad class like three times and the professor even emailed me being like, yo, are you okay? Like it was my senior year. BYU and I was just like done and and I like never went to neuro and now it's my favorite thing to study on my own like I adored it in grad school I adore neuroscience I think it's the coolest thing because when you can understand how physically your body works and that there's actually chemicals and all these crazy things that go together to create what we're experiencing it's amazing but I I did not appreciate it fully as an undergrad so it's kind of funny (laughs) But it's like it is amazing and it's so validating to know it's so validating. Right? Because like there's a reason why this is happening. There's a reason why I feel this way. We had talked about this with anxiety before yeah. too on the last yeah. segment we had done. But there's a reason behind our feelings. And I yeah. love that. Like it just makes everything make so much more sense. And you just don't feel like you're in your own head. Like yes. there is well, there's a chemical it. reason. I feel like it's super validating for my clients and for me. I don't know. I'm one of those people, I can be a little proud sometimes, I can be a little stubborn sometimes, and and when I can see that it's not just, <laughs> my husband probably scoffed too, you know, editing this. Like, yeah, like, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like feeling pathetic or weak, and I feel like when I have a system I have zero control over, it really makes me feel helpless, and it is the worst. But as I started studying more somatic, meaning the physical side of the body, I started understanding how the brain works, how chemicals work. I became so like, holy crap, like like this is real. This is an actual chemical science thing. I'm not just crazy. I'm not just weak. Yeah. I'm not just whatever I label myself negatively. There is actual validity to this. And I think a lot of People love that. So if you aren't into neuroscience, I get it. I was you one time. So go to the next episode, I guess. But no, uh, you're no, going to no. miss out. You're going to miss out on some coolness. We're going to make it super cool because remember like our pal from when we were kids said, Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill. Science Bill, Bill, Bill. rules. So we're going to break it down. For that YouTube you. video, science is pretty neat. <laughs> Nature's pretty neat. <laughs> And now all I'm thinking about is I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, so we're down for you. Like, think Bill Nye and just remember science rules. I am also super simplifying this. I am by no means a neurobrain surgeon. I am not. Does that make sense? So, oh yeah. So I, hold on there with us. Yeah, like cool. I I research the best I can. So. Um, I also love the subject. So if there's more feedback, we're open to it because I am more than willing to learn even more. However, I am really oversimplifying this at the same time too to make sure we don't lose everybody because I know not everybody's a total nerd like me. So <laughs> the four chemicals that we have that make us happy are, Brittany, can you guess them? You have to guess. You can't look. I just looked already. <sighs> then it's not as fun. I'll do them. I do know one that I'm really excited about though. Okay. You can start it off with that one. <laughs> endorphins taylor why am i excited about endorphins <laughs> the way you said that sounded like you're like insane 
make you happy okay exercise gives you endorphins and endorphins make you happy and happy people just don't kill their husbands they just don't <laughs> you were so excited to use that quote when he wears it from cute legally blonde that's all i ever think of is like endorphins make you happy that was like when we talked about doing this episode i'm like we're gonna do chemicals that was the first one you went to was like endorphins like okay Brittany, what do endorphins do endorphins make you happy Okay, all of these are going to make us happy. Endorphins <laughs> <laughs> relieve stress. Uh, they are released when you exercise is one way they can. Or yeah. they can be released other ways too. Uh, things that your body has learned yeah. do make you happy will release endorphins. Um, so like endorphins are specifically released like with pain and adrenaline, right? So cortisol levels, if they're high, if you have... Um, this one is really, that's why exercise is a big one that releases it, but that's why sometimes self-harm is a thing because you get a high off your endorphins that are released when you hurt yourself. But that's why, have you noticed like people aren't always like they may break a bone or something and you can still do more than you think you should. That's the adrenaline. That's the endorphin rush. It's, it's your body's survival way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, the second one that we're going to talk about is dopamine. This one is really common. Most of us know what this one is. It's the reward pathway system. So that was the one that's like saying, you did a good job. Here's your cookie. Like it's what's released. I bought myself stickers the other day that say, good job you cleaned. So <laughs> did you really? I or really were you did. with me? Oh, I was like, I don't know. If no, like that. I legit really did. <laughs> so, You're back to the gold sticker unit. Good job. I, mean, I needed a reward. Like well, this one this. Like, is huge for ADHD people. Like. We thrive. Me and you were joking about this actually the other day because <laughs> like after an activity, my husband goes crazy with this. He's so annoyed with me sometimes, but I'm like, well, I need a reward if I'm going to do that. And he's like, you can't just do it just to do it. And then your brain's like happy. No. Like, no, what? I need to like be able to go to Lululemon or I need like a cookie or I need to go like, oh you know, or to listen to my favorite, yeah. like audiobook or podcast. Like yeah. I need that motivation to be productive. I need yes. dopamine. to Yeah. Like yeah. Our body just like we need it, and then we feel so good. It's like a puppy we are too. neurodivergent, like, so yeah. for us, it helps us with our focus. It helps increase our efficiency and our productivity. For everybody else, though, it is really related to um, reward, and it makes you happy, right? So either way, you is want like this one. Like one of the puppies, like good job, good job. And like, uh, oh yeah, good. that's like totally what it is. Yeah, like yeah, and then you know, wags, and then well. It's interesting, too, because different dogs are motivated by different things. Like we have a friend whose dog's Ollie's like really friendly with Koa. Um, and Ollie's he a, loves a golden doodle. He's a golden doodle. That's mini, Right. And he loves um, treats. <laughs> like He loves food and he will do anything for food. And Koa is a complete opposite. Koa will do anything to be told that he's pretty and perfect and a good boy. Like and it's just <laughs> dogs can vary on what they are, but most dogs will respond to you are the best baby on this planet, you know, and that's what they are a dopamine release one, especially like different breeds I've noticed are different um, things. Um, serotonin is another one. Serotonin is related to like self-esteem, happiness, focus, calm. So like SNS, that's how I remember that one is serotonin, self-esteem goes together. Okay. And the last one is oxytocin. This one is my favorite one. It's the love bug. It's the connection <laughs> one, which we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, for each of these, we're going to go through them, kind of explain them a little bit, and then how you can release them, which is okay. really fun. Well, so are we going through them right now? 
Um, yeah, you can start off with the one that you're most interested in. All of them. I'm just kidding. I can't do all of them at once. Oh, okay, so let's go into endorphins and why do happy people not kill their husbands? Hmm? Okay, well, that one's like the hardest one for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. It's funny because I told you my favorite one, which is oxytocin, and we go into endorphins first, which is fine. We'll get the, the one that I don't... Yeah. <laughs> That. I thought that's what you're saying. No, I just I just loved it. Um, so endorphins, one, and that was the one I had a quote pulled together for. Okay, that's why it's your favorite. But endorphins is really funny. Not my favorite. I just wanted to say the quote. <laughs> I know. Um, this one is based a lot around movement. So it's it's the neurological like if you have pain, it's going to override it, like we said earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Questions on that? If you have pain, so are you talking about like emotional pain, physical pain, both? Usually it's more like physical pain because okay. it's related to a neurological, like this is in your neural system, right? So it's going to be released more for that kind of pain because if you think about it like heartbreak, pain like that, you don't really get a high from that. You don't really right. get an adrenaline rush from that. You just kind of are heartbroken. Um, it's going to come more from my understanding uh, from physically okay so that would be i guess we'll just use like the example of like my tendon on my foot when it's like really tight and it hurts to walk when i get out of bed but as soon as i start moving and exercising and all that endorphins kicked in to help overwrite. and so that's the endorphins being released yes yeah, so like it's helping override it so you continue to do what you need to do right okay as you continue to push through so the ones for endorphins that we usually recommend i mean it's i don't usually go into that one because again it's a pain adrenaline receptor so i'll go more into the adrenaline side than i will anything else of saying like okay you can go and do like an activity that gets you really excited like some of my clients like paintballing or um why does my brain go blank right when i'm like trying to think of my list kickboxing for a while i was doing kickboxing is a great one yeah jujitsu those kind of things where there's like you know there's there's that fight or flight system activated there's a little bit of a threat to you not not bad yeah not a big threat but also you can still move your body and do things. Yeah. Movement of your body is a big one. Exercise um, is a part of that one too. Okay. So basically if you want to release more endorphins, go exercise and do something you find is exciting. Yeah. That kind of gets your like uh, adrenaline up. Like little risk taking, little like, ooh. That's why some people like negative behaviors tend to come out of this one. Self-harm tends to come out of this one. People do risk averse behaviors. <laughs> um, drug attention seeking usually comes from this one. So that's why like endorphins is not like my go-to necessarily besides uh-huh. the exercise part of it or like kickboxing or, you know, boxing or things like that where it's, you can still get that adrenaline rush and that pain, but you're not happen into some of the other crazy side that could be negative yeah because you don't want to become like an adrenaline junkie who's doing crazy things for that rush yes rock climbing can be a good one for people um yeah bouldering rock climbing that stuff i've done that too yeah i was like those ones are safe those are good those are we like those i was trying to look through our list and see if there was any other ones that i'm like this is a really good adrenaline one um but most of them usually are (laughs) ziplining is a good one yeah yeah yeah, that's fine. Um, snorkeling, like scuba diving, you know, just all those ones. I mean, like now I'm kind of being like, eh, but um, yeah, I feel like that of all it, that's the best. All right. Um, I'm going to make you save the best for last because you were really excited to talk about the last. 
what about dopamine? Let's dive into dopamine. Dopamine is a reward system. So I'm going to be nerdy for a second. A lot of these were created in order to help us survive. These systems are there because before evolutionary evolution psychology, right? We were people that didn't have such cushy lifestyles. So if you look at people that still kind of do some of these things now, like foraging for food or um, like hunting. going from paycheck to paycheck, hunting, things like that, they are still getting their dopamine release because they get that reward and they can see it play out in their life, right? For people like us who are just kind of settled and chill, that dopamine doesn't get released as much, which is why America is so high with depression because we're not getting those little mini rushes like we would if we were living hundreds of years ago when we had to do some of these survival skills. So it's creating a, a system for yourself that's giving you a reward and a goal and you're obtaining it and you can have that release. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I've always been super goal oriented. So I, I mean, I dopamine's pretty relevant to my life. Dopamine's a really big one. It's a really good one with your kids. It's a really good one with your partner. Like if you can create the system and it's, it shouldn't be a trade system. It's, it's really a, we have this goal. Let's work towards it kind of thing. Yeah. Or even like little things. Yeah. Yeah. Just like saying that you've accomplished something, it feels so satisfying. Mm -hmm. Back to being intentional. Biggest, biggest thing that's changed in my clients' lives, but it's the smallest thing to do. You write a to-do list you go and you cross that thing off your to-do list. Oh, I that love- is a dopamine rush right there. Yes. And you look at your list and I tell everybody, don't use a computer, use a swipe through. You just physically write it out and then you yes. physically get the satisfaction of swiping through it. And as you swipe through it, you're going to have that dopamine release because it's a, an intentional oh, yeah. interaction. That's going to give you that mini one to continue on and be motivated to do the next because dopamine is related to motivation levels, right? There have so, been times lately in my planner where I would not write something down because it was a task that had popped up, right? Mm-hmm. The other day it was like, I don't know, pull out the dead rhododendron bush, right? Oh, I go and, and so write it, it down. It, I do. Yeah, I'll go Is that what you did? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I totally did that. Yeah. Just so I can check it off because yeah. I have to remind myself Yes, I did that. Like, yes. that was like... I did that and I totally get this rush like <laughs> yes and then every time you see you did it and every time that line your, your laugh is so funny every time that you see it on your list it actually releases more dopamine yeah. and that's the goal that we're trying to get is can you get mini bursts of this because you can't like set up your day where you're gonna go to lululemon every single time that I do something awesome I can't afford that, yeah. I can't afford that. I'm way too poor for that so like we have to set up big ones for big things and then you have to figure out how you're going to get yourself many little hits of it throughout the day yeah. it's almost like you're jonesing for your tiny little hit and then you get a big one at one point and that's yeah. what the goal is yeah and it's like super satisfying yeah. i don't know it's a great yeah. way to like track your your self productivity and it keeps you going it, there you go so yeah super don't easy motivation and productive it's pretty dope that's pretty dope. Um, other things that can like help to eating good foods, do, accomplishing like tasks, or if you had an idea of how your day, like you wanted it to go, accomplishing that can be really good. Um, when you join in activities, when you kind of like get validation from other people, validation is a really big one, just like our dog, Koa. Oh my goodness, he will lose his mind if I tell him he's a good, pretty boy, right? Like I just said that now, and he's sitting next to me and he's like, oh, like. Or think about um, Mike often with the underbite. Like his whole mission in life is to be praised and pet. Like I'm that told is- that he's pity. 
with his underbite. <laughs> his little underbite. He's so beautiful. Um, even in relationships, it comes out like building vulnerable and open relationships. There's a dopamine release when you feel that validation and that acceptance back. Uh, meditation create that. Playing an instrument, trying something new. All of those will create a dopamine release. Okay. So there's a lot of good things that you can do yes. to create that. Yes. Okay. Serotonin. Let's talk about that one. So serotonin. This one's a tricky one because how we feel about ourselves is so mean. We are so mean to ourselves, people. We are so mean to ourselves. Yeah. So this one's a tricky, tricky one to get, which I can respect that. But how we talk to ourselves, how we view ourselves and think about ourselves is really going to determine a lot of it. So like if you look in the mirror every time and think I'm hideous, that's taking serotonin away. If you look in the mirror, like Anson did when he was little and say, I love myself, I'm beautiful, or I'm awesome. Oh my gosh, yeah, he would stand up there and check himself out and be like, I'm awesome. And he he would like come up to me and be like, Tay, you so pity. And like that, like so much serotonin is released right then because I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, like a five-year-old thinks I'm so pretty. Like, um, (laughs) but how you talk and how you word things really is going to help. So I have some clients who will be like, oh my goodness, I just went and bought this piece of clothing for myself or I just went and put makeup on or, you know, it's, it's something so little and it totally changes their whole outlook on the day. It's because when you look good, you feel good. And this is something that our mom taught us when we were little. Yeah. And I just remember her always saying, if you respect how you look, if you take care of yourself, then you're going to really feel it. And I remember in college, there'd be days where I'd call my mom sobbing and she (laughs) would stop me and say, Taylor, did you put your makeup on today and did you get ready? And he's like, no. And she's like, maybe you should. And like our mom is so she's like, maybe you should go do that. And I was like, and okay. Different. It always changed my whole day. Like no matter what. And like, even now, like there's times, you know, after you get a cold or whatever, and you just yeah. feel like crap. And then like on like day two or, you know, usually I'll give myself like a day or two. And then I'm like, I need to go get dressed and yes. that's like it makes all the difference yes like that's not even a mood thing necessarily that's like you really did feel like crap like your body was physically feel like crap. yeah yeah but all of a sudden i'm like i could go to work i could be happy <laughs> well it's funny too because matson has this concept my husband of if he looks good he plays good he loves sports he loves yes. athletic stuff and he is so he, he could care less how he dresses. He could wear the same shirt three days in a row. Oh and I'd be like, honey, yeah. your coworkers are noticing. Um, and But then when it comes to sports, he needs to have his swag. And he will have his swag. Coolest cleats. And- he needs to have colors. Things need to be court. He needs to look good. So he plays good. And you know what? It does make a difference for him. <laughs> It's it's so well, funny. But it makes a difference for all of us. I mean, you've referenced Lululemon as a prize multiple times. But I'm like... If I put on these pants, I've got this. I have. Well, even being like pregnant, I have intentionally tried to like do my makeup more or wear earrings that I like or something because it's been hard on my body image changing so quickly. So I've intentionally gone and set it up on other things I can control. And that's where it's been a really interesting lesson to to tell my clients because you don't want to teach them to be superficial, but you also need to teach them this concept, which I learned in grad school of when we have a client come in, we immediately assess for how is this client presenting? Are they taking care of their hygiene? Do they seem like they have pride in their looks and their like appearance? Or do they tend to shy away from that or are they mistreating it? 
and we have a scale that we're kind of taught of like if they come in presenting a certain way you need to be on the lookout for certain mental health disorders and you need to be on the lookout for mistreatment of themselves neglect right and I thought that was so interesting I was like man my mom was so right like (laughs) which she's always right but I was like she's so I was just gonna say that (laughs) mother knows best but it's true like if you can take pride and treat yourself, treat yourself to something little. If it's even just like I painted my nails or like it can be anything. It's just, do you respect yeah, yourself enough to not saying, like, you have to look Instagram perfect or anything like that. That's yeah, definitely I mean, if makeup's not your vibe too. I, I don't care. It's what's your vibe that you feel like you are honoring the body that you have and honoring who you are as a human being and how you honor it. And that's going to look different for everybody based off your style, your preferences, I don't care what that is. I care that you are honoring it purposely and intentionally. Yeah. Brushing your teeth. Brushing your teeth isn't honoring your body, right? So when my clients tell me they don't brush their teeth, I'm like, that's a big change that we need to make because clearly you're not doing it. And when they start doing it, they're all like, oh, yeah, I feel happier because serotonin was just released. That's yeah. why. Or take a shower or put on deodorant or yeah. Yeah. Basic Any hygiene. Simple hygiene things. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is... It's an interesting one, but it they are so connected. It's undeniable that that's what it is. The other part with this one too um, for serotonin is like happiness, focus, and calm. And a lot of this can come from like yoga, meditation, training your brain with intentionality and mindfulness, um, aerobotherapies. I'm really big on smells in my house. I know my house has smell like dog. So like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I make sure that we have a lot of like aromatherapy in our house. Like we have a lot of like diffusers and smells that we can um, use to help like calm ourselves down. Clients come in my office. There's a specific smell they always know is going to be Taylor's office now. Like it's intentional to help us calm down and release serotonin. Yes. Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so take care of yourself, and then your brain will help take care of you. Basically. So like it totally does though. If you take care yeah. of your physical body, your brain will do what it's supposed to do. Certain foods release serotonin or dopamine. Super cool um, that it does that. But yeah, so certain foods will do that. Certain like other things will release it for you. Getting enough sleep. Nah. I struggle with that one. <laughs> really? <laughs> um. Okay, let's. Go. We'll talk about Taylor's favorite now. The last. Mm-hmm. Guys, about. Can you guess why this one's my favorite? Because it's a love bug. Okay. My baby automatically releases this when you look at him. So. Oh, wait, you're talking about baby puppy, right? Like, Koa? I'm talking about my fur baby, okay? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my number, my number one child, my first child. <laughs> and then my second child is the one I'm birthing. Um, <laughs> no, so dogs, have, uh, studies are done. When you look at a dog, it automatically releases os- oxytocin. Which I like, I, I love that. You don't even have to do anything. You just have to look at this little precious baby, fur baby, and be like, oh, and it releases oxytocin for you. Or a baby so, baby. Like baby babies are happy too. Baby babies are happy too. But then yeah. you have to remember with baby babies, there is a complexity of it's another human and you're taking care of this human. And yeah, then there's I'm like, yeah. empathic. So it's actually different for there's social constructs within that look versus a dog. There's not. This dog can't talk to me. This dog may judge me, but it's never going to tell me. You know, like it's <laughs> there's a difference in one is our peer equal, same organism, and the other yeah. one is just a fur baby. Not I don't same. know why, but there are studies on this. So 
studies show that dogs will automatically release oxytocin when you look at them, which is like, hello, it's so cute. And then when you touch them, it releases even more. But the thing with dogs is that they help you regulate because of all the oxytocin they're sending and all the care and love that they have for you. Look in their eyes and it's just like, like so much validation, so much love. They will also release serotonin because having something love you so purely will create that self-confidence that you need. So they kind of release a bunch of things. And then if you feel like you train that dog well or you take care of that dog well, then dopamine is released. <laughs> and then having dog. playing with them, having to be able to like interact with them, then your endorphins are released. So it, they are my number one releases all four, which my sister's looking at me like I'm crazy. But <laughs> I was thinking like Oprah was like, and you get a dog and you get a dog. <laughs> But on my clients, no, they asked me if they should get a dog. My answer is going to be yes. But it's just because he he is my ride or die. Like he was there during grad school for me. He was there during a really hard time of life. And I can testify like this little guy. It works. He it he work. works. He, he totally works. Right. And he was my reason. He's staring at me right now as I'm recording like your crazy mom. Um, <laughs> don't have a dog. I mean, I have two dogs. I'm a dog person. But if people don't have a dog or aren't dog people, how else can they get? Oxygen? I'm going to normal now. Okay. I am. But I had I told you I had to rant about this one because no, this is the love I bug love one. Dog. I love my dogs. I know. I just had to tell people that. Okay. Like I, I get it. I get it. I'm really dog person and I can Everybody's respect you. And we still love them. Tell me that's not cool science though. It is very cool science, actually. That is really cool that something that, like, can release all four of them in one shot. Like, that's pretty cool because cool finding I things like that is have one. <laughs> finding things like that is more rare. And honestly, that's yeah. how addictions are made is because people find it within food. They find it within <laughs> sex, processing. No, I'm, I'm explaining, like, no, so. Because I'm like, Taylor's um, addicted to her dog. <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen those Instagram videos where it's like, I'm addicted to this. I'm addicted to this. <laughs> chemically it when i learned these facts it made so much sense why processing it i'm an addiction specialist from school right so processing addictions are really common um which is sex and like um like computers shopping stuff like that like more behavioral uh-huh. based addictions and then chemical ones and those ones will release multiple chemicals at once that make us happy which is why we get addicted to them which is why it's a thing however dogs release all that too and they are harmless <laughs> so i'm done ranting about dogs i'm sorry for people who do but you, you at least you can think i'm a crazy dog lady and tell me i need therapy because i probably do but that was really cool so it's all about creating connection and love this one is released through like touch as well um pressure love hug like that like you know hugging points things validations words of affirmation activities that make you feel like you are accepted in a group or wanted so when you're socializing it's good to like try and be in the group or if you feel like you have a connection to somebody else a lot of my teens will either overemphasize social connections to the point where it's unhealthy because their oxytocin yeah. is low and then it, it literally they get their shot of oxytocin because they feel like they're cool in the group and they are wanted and then with a minute that they don't feel like that then it dips again or you know um they just won't have a good connection to people at all. They feel like they have social anxiety, whatever it is. So social stuff for teens is a big one where this is going to be hard. And then they feel like they're disconnected from their parents. They feel like they aren't understood by people. And that's where 
this one is usually one of them that's pre- hit pretty hard for a teen as well as serotonin. Okay. Honestly, all of them are for teens, but I just feel like that's one that I, once I learned about oxytocin, I felt like that was one that's really under the radar for them. And the minute that they come in and they have co, I love them. They, <laughs> they fill up. I just, I just had to bring it up one more time. No, um, the science behind it is really cool. <laughs> I thought that was so cool though. <laughs> more reason to love Koa. <laughs> so in order to release all of these different chemicals in your body, you have to do activities that correlate to this. So tell us more about this. <laughs> so you got to do activities kind of hodgepodge. Because like what I just said when I was going off about my crazy dog rant is it's really hard to find activities that release all of them. We can find ones for individuals. Usually when they're in my office, we can identify like, okay, for you, that releases all four of them. Great. Some of it's like their hobbies or passions and things like that. And it gets them moving. It gets them doing stuff like um, like crafts or creative stuff. A lot of my clients are really into that. So they like make clothes or things like that. And that releases all four of their chemicals for them. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great way to do that, right? Other ones I've heard of, rock climbing can release all four of them, especially if you do it in a group. Yoga can for the most part. For some people it doesn't, but it can. You just have to start thinking, okay, I know the basics. I know that dopamine is reward. So if I do X... I get this, right? Like point A, point B. So if I go and do this, then I get this, right? So dopamine, then there's serotonin. What makes me feel good about myself and feels valued? What makes me feel connected to people? And then what makes me feel like I'll have a little rush or move my body? That's all we're looking to qualify. If you find an activity that hits all four of those, great. Do that activity every day. If not, you need to start incorporating multiple activities. But I think it's better to do a range, honestly. So knowing that I have ADHD, I really hit hard on dopamine. Like the task to-do list, um, I set up little rewards for myself to do things. I tell my husband, hey, I'm going to do this. Tell me how awesome I am after I do it. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) that line has come out of my mouth multiple times. (laughs) Um, Things like that. Or I got ready and then like getting ready that day made me have serotonin, but it also made me like accomplish a goal that's what we're looking for okay so kind of just piecemeal together for what works for you yeah we have suggestions on a list that we're posting for you guys again you got to start exploring but take the base concept of what these chemicals are and how they are unlocked and that's what this big episode is about is how do you unlock each of these chemicals i'm gonna repeat it again dopamine is a reward how do you treat yourself that's a treat yourself one treat yourself serotonin is self-esteem how do you feel good about who you are okay oxytocin is our love bug how do you feel loved how do you feel wanted how do you feel accepted and then the last one is endorphins move that body feel like you're doing something and have a little bit of adrenaline with it if you can perfect i don't have adrenaline when i run but i still feel good after i run so it may not always have an adrenaline to it. I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people, that is a thing. Others of us. My husband's family loves it. And I'm like, you all are awesome. Yeah. I can run maybe for two minutes. Yeah. I've ran with him before water. and it's a nightmare. At that point, they probably do get an adrenaline rush from it. Like He does. They do. I, yeah. I mean, I'm really good at two minutes and I've gone with him. And then after that, I think it's ended with me saying, screw you. Go ahead. Yeah. I would much rather go, like we said earlier, kickboxing, rock climbing. Yeah, those are mine. Yeah, yoga, stuff like that. Yeah. But again, again, his works for him and his family, that's just genetically how they're built, right? That's their predisposition. 
Ours is more the other stuff. Let me go hit something. I'm just kidding. We do like to hit things. <laughs> that <would> sounds scary. <laughs> I'm really threatening if you meet me, so. Yeah. <laughs> this is it out. Very scary. Uh, so like Taylor mentioned, we're our next episode, we're going to go over more of the activities that can be used for some no, the next episode. So like we, we went over activities in this one. Okay. We're going to finish off the last episode with question, like episode number four, with questions um, and give you even more detailed ideas and kind of a very good categorization list of activities that will release this chemical, this chemical. So you can kind of start building your own little routine in your day that you want. Yes. And there'll be basic ones and there'll be ones that you need to add. Um, the third episode is going to be the cognitive side, the perspective oh, side, okay. not so process my side. My it's okay. We changed it. So it's my fault. Eh. But we are going to post these on Instagram like we had mentioned before. So follow us on Uhani Counseling on Instagram. The link is in our show notes, I believe. Um, and you every guys day can we- see my dog. We have lots of pictures of Koa. He's so cute. I mean, I sound like a crazy dog lady and I will own that one. But he releases all four of the chemicals for me. <laughs> Taylor has a cola addiction. <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> my husband <laughs> asked me. My husband asked me when we're dating, will I ever be above Koa? <laughs> all I can say is the K necklace was worn way before the M necklace was. I have no comment. <laughs> Me the fifth. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Follow us on Uhane Counseling on Instagram, and we'll have daily reminders of different activities you can do for the next 30 days. And we will release a list too that Taylor has given out to clients as a free resource so that you can have that for yourself as a reminder. Treat so yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> we just need no, to like not. post that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Parks and Rec for the win. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay well thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time to talk more about the cognitive things you can do bye bye